Take two. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? How you doing? How you living? Another episode of Talking Football coming to you. I'm Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese, and Dan Key for joining, as always. Um, I'm glad to have the three of us back to discuss everything in the world of football today, uh, mainly because the only thing to talk about in the world of football is my Kansas City Chiefs world champions. Again, second time in four years. Uh, three trips in four years. We won't talk about the one loss there. I mean, you know, it's pretty embarrassing, but we'll we'll overlook that and we'll look to, uh, to what happened on Sunday and kind of break that down. I was not on the show last week. Uh, I had some stuff go on personally that I needed to take care of, needed my attention. So I was dealing with that. And then the boys were like, well, hey, you know, you're suspicion anyways. You know, you're not a little stitious. You're superstitious. Say it backwards on purpose because are you even going to bet on the Chiefs? And I was like, no, probably not. They went ahead to the show without me. It was a great show. I love the shade that was thrown in from the beginning all the way to the end. It had me cracking up. If you guys had not listened to it, I definitely recommend going to doing so because these guys pretty much nailed it on their bets. I was rolling with Treese about the whole touchback deal, uh, the touchback kickoff bet. Uh, God dang, Harrison Bucker just has a cannon of a leg. I guess we just completely overlooked that. <laughs> so that one immediately started the game with a loss, but it was like I got the tails. Like I was thinking tails. I didn't go fill out the – thing in the in our excel sheet so that is on me but i was like a tails i was boom i was like i got that there's come up the ones that i was happy with as well but all in all it's great to be back on with you guys i've been in kansas city all day celebrating the super bowl win with the kansas city chiefs at the parade and i went to the first one in 2020 and it was so much fun but at the same time it was just so cold and different but this time we actually went along the route instead of the parade and got to watch the players kind of get off the buses run around, interact with the crowd, and that was so much more enjoyable. Um, it was a blast, man. Like, just seeing everybody that's a Chiefs fan there to celebrate all the players. I mean, they're just going nuts. They're having fun. But you could also tell, like, hey, this is their last leg. Like, we can't do another day of this. We can't do another day of not sleeping and and drink and consuming heavy amounts of alcohol and liquor. Like, this is, this is it. Because by the time they got to that stage for a little pep rally deal, even Mahomes, I think, I think he just ran out of things to say. He's like, I am hammered, one. And two, anything I do or say this, like, I'm on top of the world right now. And three, I really don't want to talk anymore. Just here's the mic. Someone else take it. Travis Kelsey killed it. But once more, it's fun to be back with you guys. It's exciting. Had a great day. Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Who would have thought against the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, I've been doubting them. Ever since the beginning of the season, like I, I sat down with you guys. I'll never forget that. I was like, you know, I'm doubting the Eagles right now. And I listed the date. And I think it was like August 10th or August 11th or something at like 1030 a.m. I think was the time because it was like up until this time, I'm doubting the Eagles until, you know, if they're really good in a couple months and I'll hop on the bandwagon. Well, I never did. And then even into the Super Bowl, I remember talking to the trees. She's called me the day of and kind of let me talk through my feelings a little bit. And I helped out a lot. And then there was part of it that was like, you know. I could see this possibly being a blowout. If Kansas City can slow down the running game of the Eagles, I think the Chiefs can take off, and you're going to have to rely on the arm of Jalen Hurts. I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because Jalen Hurts torched Kansas City when he needed to with his arm. He just put the ball in fantastic places, made play, or made plays with his legs. The game was so much fun. I'm not just going to continue to talk here. I think we're five minutes in the episode, and I'm the only one that said anything, so I do apologize. Happy to see you, boys. Happy to be back. Happy to be a Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so uh, personally, I am just thrilled that seven-time Pro Bowler, five-time first-team All-Pro linebacker Zach Thomas made the Hall of Fame. I I don't know why Kansas City had to throw a parade about it, but hey, our boy finally got in. It ain't bad for a five-foot-eleven linebacker, two hundred twenty-eight pounds, to average average one hundred and fifty-five tackles in his sixteen-game schedule. Rather impressive. 
So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm Jesus. happy you went up to Kansas City to celebrate for it. I'm happy for Zach, and uh, it's good to be back, boys. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we we got the dolphin stone on there. That's. I'm, yeah. I you know what oh, you know what I oh, I am happy. We're celebrating. We're celebrating wins today, boys. That's what we're doing. All right, Tr- Trish, what do you got? What do you got for a win? Fuck. Uh, nothing. Uh, my team doesn't win shit. Um, uh, let me go ahead and look at all the bets I've made all year. Yeah. Uh, winner, hey, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> hey, I will say the when we when me and my friends celebrated and cheered the most out of that entire game was the doink for Butker. I <laughs> called it electric. Literally four hundred and fifty dollar win. Just fantastic. Loved every second of it um so yeah the bets were the bets were pretty fun this weekend i and also i thought that i was the i thought i got the under on the national anthem over by like 0.79 that was an electric start so So what was the official time then because i got two two minutes and one second yeah it was 202.79 and i wonder when does it start I don't know either because I thought like, I thought I timed it well in Austin. I was with you. I was like between two two minutes and two minutes and one second, but mm-hmm. they paid me out. Just so. listening to it, and I think I texted you just listening to the national anthem. I was like, "Oh, this is going over. It's yeah. definitely going over. Yeah, no doubt." Yeah. And then it was tight. he and he ended that abruptly. Like it was like fast. So anyway, voice is gone. Boop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and he killed it though. Like he did do a fantastic job. Oh yeah, I think he, it, he did, yeah. He, he did he did amazing. Rihanna did amazing. Queen shit. Like it was like that that performance was awesome. Like the the it was awesome. The platforms and everything was great. I don't care if people didn't like it or not. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Anyway. So I had some friends that were there at the Super Bowl and I talked to them today about it. And he said they I said, How was it in person? Because like on TV, you know, she didn't really move a lot, like, but it still sounded great. And he was like, dude, it was amazing. Cause like what they didn't show on TV is that when she was elevated up on that stand, right, like in the stadium, there was an entire light show going down on the ground. That's awesome. And then when she went down, there was one in the – like there was above her. And it was like the broadcast didn't capture that, but it was just insane. He also said it was definitely like 70-30 Eagles to Chiefs fans. And he goes, in the broadcast, it looks like there's a lot of Chiefs fans because the camera pan – was from the Eagle sideline showing the Chiefs sideline, the fans to the back there. He goes, but both end zones and the Eagle side was all Eagles fans. And he said it was the the greatest sporting event he has ever been to in his life. And this is one of the biggest diehard Chiefs fans I've ever met in my life. These are the guys that do Lot J. Um, if you guys have ever heard me talk about them, they do they just they're awesome guys and they're huge Chiefs fans. And they went to the game, made it happen. And he goes, I could go the rest of my life without going to another game if I know that's the last one I get to go to. I mean, it's, so, a, that's how great it's a hell of a game to go to. Definitely. Yeah. While we're on halftime, I saw a lot of people like dragging Rihanna. And so it made me wonder, like, okay, what do you want? Because it seems to be the same people bitching about the halftime show mm-hmm. every, every year. Every so I'm like, year. Okay, so she's up there pregnant. She's got, you know, she hasn't made an album in 11 years, but she's got bangers. We heard the hits. Like, I could have maybe had a special guest or two pop up. But like, in general, what else do you want? Like last year, there was a red carpet of you know early two thousands artists, and Which people were bitching about that. Yeah, I thought I loved it. Me too. This year we get Rihanna, and people bitch about like, what do you want? I know. Like, does everybody just want Morgan Wallen out there by himself? Because somebody's gonna bitch about that too. Like, like so I'm wondering from you guys, like, what is your ideal Super Bowl halftime show? Them continuing to do what they're doing, honestly. 
like I like most of them, <laughs> admittedly. Like I just think they're cool. Like it's not supposed to be something like you're paid to go to a concert, man. It's like you got 13 minutes. Jam as much in as you possibly can. And they like mix songs together, mismatch, and they try to bring in, you know, special guests and stuff like that. And sometimes they don't need to. So um honestly, I just think it's awesome the way it is. Yeah. I, I thought it was great too. Now um I, I heard actually from the office to hear, you know, that's why I started the show with like hey, take two, da, da, da. I actually heard that it was uh she had 39 different set lists by the time they got to the day of the Super Bowl. That's how much she was changing it because she wanted it to be perfect. She wanted it to be great. She changed her set list 39 times. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, because like so it's in just my world, insane. In my world, give me a artist that everybody knows with a bunch of bangers, play the hits. It's the same. The rules for the Super Bowl are the same as rules for karaoke at the bar on Saturday night. Play the bangers. Yes. It's all we want. Same. Okay. Give us yeah, the bangers. Maybe a special guest. That's it. Okay, don't I will I don't say the, special, uh, just play the hits. The weekend halftime show, I didn't really like it. I thought it was See, way too all over the place. Yeah, I don't know his songs, so it didn't Yeah. Like it just wasn't for me. Yep. But is what it is. The uh J Lo Shakira, I mean that was Oof. iconic. I mean yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Boys. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Um, all right, so diving back into the game, Football. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, that game was electric from start to finish, basically. Like, it was so much fun to watch. It was, it felt like it was the game we all had been hoping the playoffs would be that we never really got. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it was not a holding penalty at the end. It was a holding penalty, 1,000%. Do I think they should not have called it because they weren't calling it all game? Yeah, I don't think that they should have called it. Um, And maybe, and I will admit, maybe that's part selfish that it ruined the final two minutes of that game. Like it would have given... It took the air out. It would have taken the air out where they could have kicked the field goal and then the Eagles could have had a chance to respond. Mm -hmm. And without it, they couldn't. It just made it so the final two minutes literally sucked. And like, we all know how much fun the final two... Like when I think of the final two minutes of games, I think of two years ago, Bills versus Chiefs. You had what, like four touchdowns in like the final like three minutes basically of that game. Like that's the type of That was last year. Where they came back in, in the, the, the third Oh, sorry, seconds. it was last yeah. year. It was last year. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm just like, that's the type of stuff. So like, admittedly, maybe it's like a selfish thing that I'm like, oh, that kind of ruined it. But like, but at the same time, I'm like, you can go back and you can find that type of hold, probably every day. Yeah. Like and that's like, what even... that's where I that's where I'm frustrated. Like as a fan. And I mean, I've been back and forth on it because I don't want to come off as like the bias chief. Says like, oh, you got to call it. You know what I mean? Like da 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 da. But then it's just like it makes me think, like, dude, I've been I've been a Chiefs fan my whole life. Like I've been rooting for this team since I was a kid, and I I don't even know why I picked the Chiefs as a kid. I don't know why I was like that's gonna be my team. Boom, here we go. But I did. It's just like been watching them growing up, dude. It's just heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak, and just the losing fashions. And I think <laughs> as a Chiefs fan, almost, and I think any other Chiefs fan listening would understand this. Like the amount of penalties that we've had to watch go the other way for teams like for their advantage and hurt the chiefs. It's it's like, thank you. Like it almost, it's almost just like a, thank God. Like we finally get a break. And I know you guys are sitting there like, Oh yeah. Like it's scripted. The chiefs. Da, da, da. And I mean, dude, I'm thinking, I'm talking like 
all the way back to where, you know, Alex Smith was still on the team and you're playing the Tennessee Titans and, you know, you Derek Johnson sacks Marcus Mariota and there's a forward progress. That should have been, you know, a sack fumble. Marcus Peter takes that to the house. I'm talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers playoff game where the Steelers had a fantastic offense all regular season. They get there and they only kick field goals and Kansas City gets an opportunity to win the game with a two-point conversion and there's a holding penalty because James Harrison slips on a rip move and Eric Fisher gets called holding. And it's just like all those just like, you know what I mean, taking the air out of a game. It's like that's happened in Kansas City so many times up until this point where it's just like, this is what it's like to be on the other side of that and reap the rewards of it. And I do hate that it happened in the biggest moment on the biggest stage at the end of a game like that, because who knows what would have happened. I mean, we could be sitting here. I could have gone to work today and not been in Kansas city at a parade. If you know, they don't call that and Kansas city kicks field goal and Philadelphia goes down, marches converts every third and fourth down and then scores a touchdown. And we're looking at Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia Eagles. And now questioning Patrick Mahomes and his legacy in Kansas city of, can he win the big game again? Cause I mean, that would, that would be the storyline. And yeah. so that's the the thing that sucks. So it's like, I've had that mental battle of going back and forth. I didn't really like the call. I get it. But I think Bradbury coming out and immediately being like, yeah, it was a hold. Like, I yeah, think that helped true. out so much in him just owning up to it because I mean, everybody's ready to jump on that and understandably so. Yeah. A thousand percent. And sorry, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I think we're all on the same page. You know, now it's been a couple of days, you know, and every level-headed football fan knows you get some and you get some taken against you, right? You got to go get more than you get got. And it was a holding. At the same time, you know, it's a holding, so you should call it, definitely. And then it's like, well, let them play. It's like, okay, well, if you're a Chiefs fan and they don't call it, and then the next play there's like a fumble or something like that that gets taken back, all you're going to talk about is how that should have been a flag. And if the referees throw a flag every time they see a holding, Every time they see a pass interference, every time they see, you know, illegal touching, anything, you're going to say, well, the rest are making the game about them. You know, you hate to see that too. So there's going to be some take and give. There's a human element to the game. I'm not prepared for the offseason discussion on robot refs or whatever they're going to do in people's gloves or whatever. I'm not here for that. But yeah, I think it's it's too bad that the game ended that way because like you said, Justin, that game was everything we wanted everything we wanted in a playoff game i carried my ipad around the house with me to make sure i didn't miss the game took it up with the boys for bath time took it when i had to take a crap took it everywhere with me to make sure i didn't miss a second of the game and it was amazing and then we got to that moment and it just sucked the air out i think what really sucked i know we've talked about this on the podcast but austin man every playoff game you guys got a break and that's what sucks and yeah, like you said, in previous years, Kansas City's been on the receiving end of these. You know, they've had the it go against them. And everything went their way this year, and it's great. We're happy for you. You know, we love the Chiefs. Mahomes is Mahomes now. But I'm telling you, man, the Chiefs are going to start getting Patriot treatment to where people just oh, they already hate, are. They already are. They, they just I hate mean, the Chiefs because, oh, everything goes their way. It used to be Brady, right? Oh, my yeah. God, you breathe, you breathe on Tom Brady, you're going to get a rough-in-the-passer call that stigma is going to start getting around the chiefs even more. If you guys say it already is. Yeah. I mean, at 1000%, it's like, that's all, that's all we hear. I mean, you go on social media, like even my homes in his like parade speech though, you know what I mean? He's like, you know, they said it was going to be a rebuilding year. He's like, he's like, I don't know what rebuilding is. We want a championship in a, in our rebuilding year. And then you immediately get online and people are like, 
Mahomes said that this was a rebuilding year, question mark, question mark. And it's just like, yeah, well, nobody that's what everyone them. thought this offseason. Yeah, I mean, the AFC West went spent a billion dollars. I didn't even hear what you said, to be honest with you. Sorry. I, said, I said nobody believed in him. <laughs> but I mean, there was a lot. Of, like, I mean, I was, I picked, I picked the Chargers to win the division. I'm serious though. Like, I know. Like, but it's like, easy to crack that joke right now because they win, but like, I, I doubted them. And so did Bart Scott didn't even think they're going to make the playoffs. Other, you know, analysts were like, hey, they're not going to, this is going to be a down year. Like, the Broncos are the team to look out for, the Chargers. And I agreed with it. Like, I remember talking to Melo about it. I was like, hey, this is going to be, a terrifying year. Like there is a huge possibility. Kansas city is not good. When we did our, you know, season predictions at the beginning of the year, I think I had the chiefs losing to the chargers or the Colts in the playoffs and not even making the super bowl. Cause I thought this was the bills year. I didn't think Kansas city was going to get, was going to make it to the super bowl this year, no. let alone win it. No. I didn't think they had enough pieces. They were way too young, lost too much. Yeah. I mean, that's fair, right? Like, but like saying like, because we didn't think you guys were going to win the super bowl does not mean you don't believe in a team, right? Like, like the way that they're wording it makes it seem like you guys thought everybody thought we're we weren't making the playoffs. Pick. Like nobody, we're not making the playoffs. No chance in hell. And don't be like, oh, oh well. Bart, Bart Scott said it. Bart Scott did it for a hot take so he could be super famous in August. Like that is why people say that the Chiefs are not going to make the playoffs. So, um, are you guys saying that Patrick Mahomes is a social media quarterback? Because I hear that's how you can get famous doing that. You can. You can't get famous doing that. So that is, that is one way of doing it. Um, so I guess where I'm at is going back to the actual topic here. Austin's looking at us like we're attacking him, which Austin, I don't think you, we were attacking you right there. No, um, I'm, I'm um, about to cry. Just my, about to it, cry. it doesn't help that my voice just cracked right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it really did make it a lot better. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm fine, guys. Um, again. Awesome game. I think it had everything we wanted. It sucks that, you know, that that happened right then. Like, I just wish but they had still, a better chance. I can't like, think of a, like a recent Super Bowl that was better. You know, I'll take this a hundred times out of a hundred versus the Seahawks uh, Denver game where it was a billion to nothing. Oh, obviously. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, I think this was still a great game. I, this is probably and, still a top five Super Bowl. Yeah. Top 10 without digging into it. And let's not forget, like, this exact same thing happened in last year's Super Bowl. Let's not forget, Logan Wilson got called on a bullshit holding penalty on the four-yard line with less than two minutes left on Cooper Cup last year. And then that's and then they scored, and then they won. Mm-hmm. And then, yep. but given since he had a minute left to go down and score, you know, to have yep. a shot, and they just didn't do it. But, like, again, that's two times in a row that it's happened. And, like... I'm actually more on the side of like, even though I just said like it sucks that they did that they called and they didn't before. Like, if it's a penalty, call it. But like, I just mm-hmm. want you to be consistent. Like, don't say we're letting them play at the start of this game and then tighten up in the second half. Like, if it's not a penalty in the first quarter, it can't be in the fourth or vice versa. Do you guys think there should be like a kind of like, you know baseball has unwritten rules? There should be almost an unwritten rule in the NFL that the last two minutes of the half tighten it up. Like, I get you play the game one way, but it's almost like, you know, if we keep seeing these happen at the end of games, and it's going to happen, it's football. But, like, if we just start accepting that at the end of games, they're going to call it tighter, I think we'd all be have better off. And then the refs obviously need to do that, too. You know, there can't be a, they didn't call, they didn't call a flag. Like, if you're going to call them in the last two minutes, let them fly, man. 
I think that's I and I think that kind of is what's taking place. And I, I hate the fact that we're spending this much time talking about a penalty call and not, you know, the rest of the game and Jalen Hurts' fantastic performance. You know what I mean? Just oh, I'm about to get there. rushing the rushing touchdowns, like just everything the Eagles did, dude, is just and I feel I almost feel bad because I just I overlooked them all year and it even coming to the game, it was just like, you know, like pretty it got a good feeling Kansas City's gonna win. And I talked to Teresa about it on the phone beforehand. It was like last time I was this confident about the Chiefs getting a win, they lost to Cincinnati Bengals last year in the AFC Championship game. And it was just like, I don't want that to happen here because I don't know what Philadelphia is going to be able to do here to like keep themselves in the game if they can't run the ball efficiently or effectively. And I mean, Jalen Hurts just stepped up and made plays, man. Like even that third down ball to Dallas Goddard between two defenders that was questionable on the call. I don't know what it catches anymore, especially with that Miles Sanders one. I feel like that's such a bang-bang type of call too where – It's literally the same play – Sorry, sorry, I cut you off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're fine. It was just like it was it looked like it was a clear catch, but he just hadn't moved his feet yet. But it's like you could tell he caught the ball and it was like looking like turning to get upfield and then boom, you get hit. And it's like, well, I understand how that's an incomplete pass, but man, like it actually felt like it was a fumble. And then with Dallas Goddard, it was okay, the ball moves a little bit, but he gets two feet in. And everyone was arguing. I thought it was a catch, but it's just it's one of those deals where it's like it's so hard to watch these games now. And then just like determine what the, and here we are again talking about calls in the football game instead of how well the yeah. Eagles played. But yeah. yeah. So that Sanders one, again, I don't, I don't think it's a catch because by the rules that you got to make a football move, but they also called that a fumble on Jamal Agnew on your guys's five yard line in the divisional round with three mm-hmm. minutes left in the game. It's yes. literally the exact same play. They called it against yep. the Jags. Why are they not calling it against the Eagles? It's literally yep. the same exact move almost like it's, it's wild. So, anyways, I got sniped. I know. Again. I saw. I saw. Also, electric electric time for us three. We are in a dynasty <laughs> league right now, I'm and so we're doing a slow draft. Sick of getting sniped, man. And I am so sick of this shit. It's going as we speak, and it's just so funny to watch. And Dan's been talking about how he wanted Montgomery, and he just the, the pick for him, for him just got picked. We are in round fourteen of forty five. So another like. Six days to go on this bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, Moving on to the actual game. I think that Jalen Hurts is unbelievable. That offense is unbelievable. Like, they're going to be around for a long time. I know they just lost their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator. Fun fact. On this podcast, I've been saying Brian Johnson's name for, what, Austin, three years now? And mm-hmm. now here he, he's finally get his he's gonna get his shot and it's gonna be so exciting for him to do that. They'll find a defensive coordinator, they're gonna be just fine. Um do you think actually let me stay on this game for a second? Um actually two parts. No, one part. Austin, did Mahomes deserve MVP? Yes or no? Yes. Dan, yes or no? I really wouldn't. Yeah, I guess. The way the game turned out, yeah, he probably deserves it. Okay. I'm going to go with no. Uh, I was very close to giving it to Nick Bolton. Very close. It it had – so for me, it had – actually, I have Mahomes as three. And maybe it sounds like a hater thing, but, like, it was Nick Bolton that made huge play after huge play on defense. And then it was Pacheco. Pacheco got that offense rolling. He got that offense rolling. 
Like he, like they were, they were stagnant for a little bit. And in that second half, it wasn't Mahomes slicing and dicing them. Like it was Pacheco running down their throats. And then it was Mahomes being able to off of a play action or off of, you know, some good creativity by Reed to get guys open, just like dump offs. And then there you go. So I think those two both deserved it over Mahomes. I get why they do it. I understand everything. I'm just saying like, to me, those two deserved it more. I, and I totally get that. And like, even like looking at Mahomes' touchdown, he had three touchdowns, right? But the one to Kelsey was, you know, the deepest one. And then the, the to Sky Moore and then the Kadarius Tony. Uh, I think uh, his those rush the was the biggest on... play of the game. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes' rush was bigger than any throw yeah. he had. Probably. That for sure. And he only had like one incomplete pass in the second half. I mean, yeah. flawless. And it was because they tried to run that little trick play to Andrew Wiley and the defense picked up on it. Right. So uh, Patrick actually talked about that on Jimmy Kimmel. They had that play called it was a Pikachu formation, and the play was got to catch them all. That was a play call, and he said that when they get when they did the circle thing and they came up to the line of scrimmage and he sees number twenty two pointing to his the tackle that he's supposed to throw. He's like, "That's not going to be a good idea." So yeah. then he just threw it out of bounds, or like out of the back of the end zone. Smart. So why well, Patrick's Patrick? Yeah. So that's great. Um, okay. MVP baby. MVP, right? Uh, but anyways, it is funny because I know that you were on the same page as me as that like actually Damian Williams deserved MVP over Mahomes in the first one. Um mm-hmm. me? Uh, yeah, Dan? you, Austin. Uh, well, at least that's what we talked about back in the day. Back in the day, you 1000 don't make me go find the clip that says didn't he have, you said like, that didn't Damian Williams, Williams have, like, deserved 12 it over. catches or something stupid. I mean, mm-hmm. he for yeah, sure it like, wasn't catches. I mean, he had that he had that big rush. Um, the reason that I thought Mahomes actually did deserve the MVP of that first game is because it was the little scrambles on third down. Like every time Mahomes ran in that Super Bowl against the Niners, it was like to convert a first down and to keep drives going. And like Damien Williams, like there was that the touchdown reception that he had from Mahomes where it looked like he honestly was out of bounds. I'm surprised they I remember watching that thing. I'm like, I don't think that's gonna be a touchdown. They called it and I was like, hmm, we'll take it, so I don't get it. And in the long run, I mean that just that iced the game, but I didn't think that was a. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it deserving of the MVP is just like, okay, hey, we're trying to run the clock out here. Boom, there he goes. Now we won the game. So, so I did think Mahomes deserved it for both of them. And I know it's going to come off as me just being like a biased Chiefs fan lover. Patrick Mahomes is the god that are, or the goat. Excuse me. Da, 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 da. No, he's God. It's fine. You can say that. <laughs> I mean, this dude, like, I couldn't imagine being Patrick Mahomes right now. Like, he's on top of the world. Like, there's literally nothing. That he can do wrong. Like he did he did everything he wanted to this season. Like I, I'm sure he would love a healthy ankle, but like holy shit, what a year. You led the league in passing, one of the best the best offense in the NFL, high scoring offense. You won MVP regular season MVP. You'll win a Super Bowl. You'll win Super Bowl MVP. You have your, you know, you have a son this year who you named after you. Like Mahomes is on top of the world right now. And I'll be I hope he stays there. I hope he just Continues to live a life that is grandstand up top, just the dude. You know, it's insane. You know how they always say there's always a yang for a yang. You know, just mm-hmm. balance, balance in the world, right? That makes sense because, like you said, Patrick cannot do anything wrong. Meanwhile, his brother. Ah, here we go. <laughs> there's the yang. Yeah. And yeah. we're just gonna leave it at that. There's renegade, renegade. <laughs> listen, listen. The whole Jackson Mahomes things is annoying as shit, but you want to know what? He's been fucking silent all year. 
Like it was so good. It was he's, so good. He's done a good job. Like honestly, yeah. I and I hate him, and it was annoying as shit to see all the shit that he was doing during the Super Bowl. And it's unfortunate, like now all of a sudden he's coming out during the Super Bowl. But but like he um he was pretty quiet all year. And Austin, you are now on the clock, bud. Um so <laughs> let's go. Oh, okay, let's go. So, anyways, um Hey, let's just do this live right here on the show, actually. Who should okay. I take? Who should you take? Let's let's hmm. look should here. We, should we break down Austin's team real quick? Austin, so you yeah, got this would actually be fun. Hmm. I got I was on I'm pretty happy with my quarterback and running backs. I yeah. think it's time to dip into defense, my guy. Yeah. You got yeah. Fred Warner, well, Joey Bosa. Yeah. Yep. So you got I, a D Jones. line. You got a D line, you got a linebacker, but you gotta <laughs> start you gotta start two D two D line, two linebackers, two safeties, and then three flex. You need a pretty you need a couple defensive guys. I really have my eye on a running back that I think is going to take off next year when he goes on a new team and becomes a lead back, and I don't want to lose him, but I don't know how much longer it's going to last. I mean, you pick it. You pick, I think I have – I think I know who it is. So when I'm in that situation, Grant, and I get sniped with? all the time. It's Is it Kareem Hunt? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I mean, think that – Looking at the two teams in front of you, one of them only has two running backs. The other one has three. Three. So you would only have to worry about one person in front of you. But they pick twice before you pick mm-hmm. again. So honestly, that's who I'd go with right now. Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I'd either go Kareem Hunt or if there's like if there's a quarterback you like, because dude, I'm telling you, it takes three quarterbacks to get through the year. But I mean, if you want to take a, I guess, a lotto on Brock Purdy. Otherwise, isn't Sam Howell a starter for the Commanders now? That's what they've said. Uh, I got a hot take that I think Baker should be the starter in Arizona. I think that'd be super fun for a year. Damn, that would be actually. That's a good idea. That would be. So do I go Kareem Hunt? Do I go defensive player? I'd go Kareem Hunt and then defensive player in your next turn. Yeah, I would probably do the same. And that's me. I need running back, so I would love it if he dropped and you just picked him. Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't make me feel bad now. <laughs> it's all right. So, uh, it's fine. It's, fine. Uh, it's Everything hurts, and it's okay. Yeah, so... Life's not fair. Everybody hurts. All right, so Austin, Sometimes. you brought up how we've talked on the phone beforehand. Um, you were going to mm-hmm. a party. How did the party turn out? Uh, actually, really good, dude. It was a lot of fun. Um, it ended up being pretty enjoyable. I went with my buddies uh, from my hometown, um, and then his wife and her the friend her friends from her hometown. They're all married. So I was pretty much like the thirteenth wheel. It was super cool. No big deal. It's fine. Fuck me. Ha ha. But it, it was just like, okay, how is this atmosphere going to be? Because I've not watched a game with a lot of these people. Um, but like, dude, it was just it was a blast. Because my buddy made a ton of bets, and so we were rooting on that. Uh, I think he he missed the coin toss, and the, him and his wife actually. After church on Sunday, drove to Kansas so he can make bets. He made a bet for and had her help him for what he thought was an anytime touchdown for Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey. He was just, and he put I think fifty dollars down and won twelve hundred. So he like when Travis Kelsey scored, him and his wife were like my my buddy and his wife were like heck yeah let's go. And then when Isaiah Pacheco ran it in because there was the, you know, they tried to do some silly pass play beforehand and it didn't work. And then they ran the ball to Isaiah and he scores and they're like, Oh my God, we won. We won. We won. And my buddy's like, that's how you get your wife on board with you spending money. You have her pick the bets and win. And now look at all the money that we just won. And then he goes and looks at it and he's like, Oh no, 
I had Isaiah Pacheco as first time, like the first score for the Chiefs, and then Kelsey oh, anytime. No. So he missed out on it. And then his wife was like, Well, I guess we're done making bets. And so, like, if there was that roller coaster between them, but then like the game, like it was just it was a good time. I, I'm happy that I went and watched the game with him for sure. That's awesome. That's great. Man, that's funny. Cause when I was filling out my bets, I went to Kyla. She was playing uh, on the floor with the boys. I said, Hey, heads or tails? And she's like, uh, tails. I was like, why? She's like, it, it never fails. I was like, all right. So then, uh, like the coin toss, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And I was like, it's tails, it's tails. And she's like, did you pick it? I'm like, yeah, you told me to. She's like, oh my God, I got it right. <laughs> it was just like, she was so excited. I'm like, yeah, that's right, honey. Now let's not worry about the next, you know, 12, but that's right. We, we did good. I, I had a hot week, 11 and two week on the Super Bowl. So no complaints here. First song. I can't believe you took the Eagles, by the way. I'm just disgusting. Well, I didn't want to win them all. That was a good comeback. That was a good comeback. All right. Okay. Anything else, Austin? We want to give the floor to you. Anything else you want to say about this game? Um, I I hope this is a rematch next year. Like I hope the Eagles can do this again. I hope Jalen Hurts can get his shoulder healthy and ready to rock and roll. It's gonna be interesting to see what Kansas City does this offseason. Orlando Brown Jr. Like, are you gonna sign him? Is you gonna put him on a uh, you know uh franchise tag? What are you going to do with LeJerry Sneed? Are you going to pay him? Nick Bolton and Willie Gay Jr., both. I think Willie Gay Jr.'s contract ends this offseason. Chris Jones needs a new deal. Travis Kelsey deal needs to be restructured. Patrick Mahomes deal is probably going to be restructured. He's going to get $47 million against the cap hit. So they'll figure that out. Are you re-signing Juju Smith-Schuster? What are you doing with Clyde Edward-Hilaire? He's most likely gone. Jarek McKinnon, what are you doing with him? Like, There's going to be a lot of turnover between both of these teams. So it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of retool and regroup heading into next season with along with everybody else in the NFL. This is where things get like really fun. And I was actually talking to my buddy about this too on the way home from Kansas City where it's like it almost doesn't feel real that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Like you celebrate Sunday night and now you're at a point where it's like well now like now what? You know what I mean? Like you can't continue to celebrate and you're excited, but you almost you almost feel like numb to it because you're so freaking like just elevated with happiness you're just like holy crap like here we are and then you just don't know what to do with it it's just like you're just freaking happy it's insane it's I'm, I'm sorry to just rub that in but like that's my last thing i'm saying about this game i'm just i'm super thrilled that the chiefs won i didn't think they were going to be able to do it this year especially with the roster you lose terry kill and you come in and you just you dominate it and there's a lot of ups and downs to the season but like yeah they took care of business and they won it all it's incredible it, it really is Super happy for you. Like I said, none of this would be possible without the start of Talking Football because as far as I'm concerned, you guys didn't have any success until Talking Football began. You're 100% correct. You're welcome, everyone. Yep. You're welcome, Chiefs Kingdom. The entire city of Philly is now coming for you. <laughs> Stop this fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. What about What about Rocky now? You, what about Rocky uh, now? Attention, no, um, I'm just Philadelphia. Kidding. Philadelphia, if you're that out was there, definitely, you Those were definitely Philadelphia fans that put a Chiefs jersey on Rocky. 1,000%. 1, that's why they lost. That was definitely. Fun. That's what that. That's exactly what happened. Dude, can you imagine how shitty those people must feel right now? Like the ones that actually did it? Oh. Like, can you imagine how pissed off their friends are? Like, I fucking told you not to do it, Robert. God damn it. Yeah, I just imagine this conversation happened in the Philadelphia were... living room. I bet they were all over like Snapchat, like we got him, we got him, we got him. Congratulations, you bought a Chiefs jersey. 
and then you made your team lose. It wasn't the refs. It was you, Philadelphia Eagle fan out there that put a Chiefs jersey on Rocky. Well, 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 if it ain't the consequences of your own actions. <laughs> Love it. All right. We were going to talk about some coaching stuff, but you wonder what? I'm going to save it for next week. Next week, yeah, we, so can dive, we can dive into our dynasty draft and we can dive into coaching stuff. So, Austin, congrats again, bud. I'm happy for Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, I, t- I felt like I talked that whole episode. This so this this episode you, you should have. This episode yeah. was for you, one thousand percent. So, um, you're not you're not doing it again, though. I'm just letting you know, like, like there's there's some teams coming for you. You have you have more competition now. So, That's right, Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Broncos country. That's right. Next week. <laughs> to to be fair, they actually do have a real NFL head coach now. So so let's see how that actually w- works out. Yeah, also very scared about what the AFC West is gonna do. I mean, like what happens with the Chargers? Are they healthy now? Like, what's their offense do with Kellen Moore there? Very scared. Probably, probably much find better. Out next week. Yeah, find, find out, out next week. week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. We appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football. <laughs>